You've got work friends, you've got best friends, and now you've got ghoul friends. Hello and welcome to episode 75 of the Ghoul Friends Podcast. I'm Caitlin. And I'm Celeste. And here we are. Here we are. It's Sunday yet again. Yep. Yet another Sunday. We got some good rain last night. We did. Don't have to go out and water my plant babies. I know, and not risk, you know, an encounter with a a potential hissy noodle, so that's Mm. good. I'm still traumatized. (laughs) Oh, I know. (laughs) I know you are. I was driving in the car the other day, and I, like, something felt something on my leg, and I was like, there's a hissy noodle in the car. (laughs) It was a receipt, to be fair. (laughs) It was a receipt. (laughs) To be fair, it was a receipt. It was not a hissy noodle. There are videos of, like, snakes getting in cars, and I'm like, I would literally run my car off the bridge. I would, too. I would just, I'm gone. Yep. I'm like Thelma and Louise in it with the snake (laughs) off a bridge, and we gone. Yep. Or in your potty. Like, I've seen ones of, like, snakes in potties, and like, "Mm mm-mm. I was about to say, that is an urban legend I always grew up with. Having snakes in your potty? Yeah. Can you have a snake in your potty? I mean, I think you could. I don't think it's as common here, but maybe in places where, like, plumbing is not as good. Ooh. I mean, it is a pipe. Think, hell, if the basilisk can slither its ass around Hogwarts, <laughs> a hissy noodle can get in that potty. And I grew up with the fear of God in me that it was going to bite me on the ass <laughs> when I sat down. So you always got to check. You always check. PSA announcement. Check your potty before you potty. <laughs> Check for potential hissy noodles. <laughs> just out here, you know, doing the Lord's work, just trying to keep everyone alive and in one piece. And your booty's not bitten. And your ass is unbitten. No, it was good. We just got back from our friends, yep. who we've now named Baylisha. Yep. <laughs> Their couple name. Um, and it was I, fun. Yeah, it was fun. I'm glad I don't smell like a campfire anymore. I know. We did have a fun little bonfire and made yeah. s'mores. That's a, like, how do you cook your marshmallow? Like, oh. you're judged on how... We all had them on fire. <laughs> I'll say mine's, like, cremated. <laughs> I think Bebe didn't, though. I think she had... She, no. Hers was pretty toasty. I said, no, I want mine, like, like burnt. Yeah. And then if you burn it, if you catch it on fire, and then you blow it out, and then you can peel, like, the burnt layer off and eat it, and then you can burn it again. You would be the resident s'more expert, given that, you know... Oh, good fucking You are maker. from your tundra. Yeah. There's not much to do up there but make s'mores. <laughs> <But make> s'mores. <laughs> <laughs> Plenty of reasons to need a fire up there, so. It's true. Yeah. No, it was fun. We did some marshmallows. Um, their house is full of fun toys. Like It really is. They have electric scooters. Those are awesome. Yep. Play um, cornhole. Real glad we didn't break a bone zooming around on those things. Yeah. Although you just, you know, but our insurance is, you know, active again. Not that it was inactive, but. <laughs> yeah you know it was funny when I was writing those I was like because the brake is up top like mm-hmm. on the handlebar yeah instinctively I put my foot on the back of it <laughs> you a real one you're OG <laughs> if you know you know you can't ride the scooter the old school razor scooters with a foot flop because you're gonna lose your your heel is gone I feel like they've modified it in your sense to have like a thicker cover around where the brake is but yeah. Oh my god, I can remember obliterating the bottom of my feet. Mm-hmm. Or you just do like I did and just jump. jump break your arm. <laughs> just jump, you know. <laughs> and I, you were pretty young when you broke your arm, baby. I think it's going to take you a while now to recover if you break <laughs> yeah. something. So I'd be real careful about that. I'd break a, like a wrist. I'd be like, you just got to kill me. I'm like, dead. I'm done. <laughs> I can't do this. Well, I would not take it down, you know, a very massive steep hill. No. no. You, you've learned a few things I've since that incident. <laughs> just a few. Just a few. Yeah, so let's see. What else did we do? Not a whole lot. Getting ready for Thanksgiving next week. It's a week away. That's insane. A little more than a week away, yeah. 
It really is. It's just, it, you know, I, we say it every year, but it seems like after Halloween, it just, it the end of the year by. flies by. With This year, I'm not mad about it. It, it can, can go ahead and get on. Yeah. Because um, I'm ready to fly on a plane again, and I'm ready to, I know, like, not be terrified of imminent doom again. <laughs> Pretty much. So. I'm really ready for, not that 2021 is just going to, like, magically, like, poof, fix everything. It's gone, but. I hope that we we turn a corner. In I the, think in we a just corner. collectively grew, like gave up on 2020. We're just yeah. like, well, it's a shit year. Like, <laughs> well, it's crazy we do about to it. believe that it started like when we were moving. Yeah, and we've been here like seven months. Well, I remember in March when I first got the work from home order, and you were like, eh, "It's gonna be like two weeks. Should be back in the office." And oh, it's November, and I am not back in the office. Yeah. So it's hard to know exactly, but. Yeah, it's been a it's been a year and not a great one. Not so a great one. No, I'm ready to see it go. Yeah, me too. Yeah, let's see anything. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. I got a, a question. Okay. Thanksgiving, since we we're talking about it. Yeah. What is your favorite Thanksgiving food? Important questions. Turkey. You, you're tur- you're going with turkey. Uh, yeah. Like the main I event. Think, yeah. Okay. Like just regular turkey. Okay. Some like gravy too. Okay. But there's like staples that you have to have. I'd say that, yeah. I would say turkey is my favorite. I like okay. the dark meat of the turkey. Okay. That's, that's my jam. Yeah. You gotta have potatoes. Mm-hmm. You gotta have the little onions, little pearl onions. Yeah. Cranberry sauce in a can. Yeah. <laughs> is it cranberry sauce if it does not come out in the shape of the can? Like, <laughs> I don't gotta think have it the <laughs> I don't need anything your mom, when she ha- makes it, she's like, oh, I gotta get you like cranberries. And I'm like, no, I like really just want the cranberry. I want the 75 cent Yeah, just ocean can. spray. <laughs> yeah, I want it from the bog. Because <laughs> you guys didn't like have that, right? You no. You the cranberry sauce? We just never, um, my mother, I don't know if we've said this on here before, but my mother is the pickiest eater alive. And yes, yeah. I know you're gonna listen to this and I will not retract <laughs> that statement. So there were a lot of things we didn't have just because, like, she didn't like them, and by default, we were told we didn't like them either, and only after, like, growing up, I realized I do like them. Yeah. So, like, I like cranberry sauce. I don't like a ton of it, but I like a little on the side. You gotta have, like, a little bit with your turkey. Yeah, like it goes, same yeah. bite. It's, like, a good little bite. Yeah. See, for me, I think it's, and you're gonna fight me, because this is a north, like, oh. northern and southern thing. Yep. Uh, dressing, which is not the same thing as stuffing for no, everyone. it is the same thing. Dressing, you don't call it dressing. That's not... But dressing is outside of the turkey. It's never put in the turkey. Okay, well, dressing is what you put on a salad, first of all. Well, not down here. It's not... <laughs> and it's not even dressing. It's dressing. <laughs> Can you pass me some of that dressing? <laughs> no. And I'm not making that accent up. That's a very... No, it is. It, dressing is what you put on your salad. Stuffing goes in or outside of the turkey. It doesn't matter can be either girl you in enemy territory now <laughs> dressing goes on a salad i you cannot change you my won't mind. get kicked out of thanksgiving you bring <laughs> that shit in <laughs> you'll be eating on the porch <laughs> no i think it's the dressing for me that i love the most because it's good it's this is gonna sound weird too it's not as much for me about like the main event like sitting down for thanksgiving that's like fun and all but it's the leftover game y'all dude and you make a sandwich, like a turkey sandwich. You, like, put mashed potatoes on your sandwich. Like, there are no fucking rules. Right. I'm like, <laughs> who the hell is having Thanksgiving dinner? Because we have Thanksgiving lunch. Yep. So, five hours later, when I'm hungry, <laughs> I can make a sandwich and with everything fucking on it. Oh, green meat casserole, though. You got to have the green meat with the crispy mm. onions on the top. <laughs> and the sweet potato casserole, too. Fuck. It's just a day of, like, all of my favorite things. It's literally just a day of eating. Yeah. Pretty much. A day of eating. So I was curious. And I know everyone that's not an American is like, okay, enough. <laughs> like, we get it. Y'all like to eat. 
But um, yeah, I'm always interested in that because that's coming up. And yeah. I don't know. We always had a huge spread. Yeah. Yeah. We usually do Peas, too. Peas, carrots. Right. And even though we're going to have a smaller, because um, we'll be here, mm-hmm. uh, we'll have a smaller group for Thanksgiving yeah. um, just because of COVID. Uh, that does not mean the amount of food will decrease, I guarantee you. <laughs> because my mother will be like, it's just going to be a small Thanksgiving. There's only a couple of us and, and she's got the turkey and a ham. And I'm and, like, <laughs> I know. I'm like, what is the point of that? <laughs> She'll have, like, a 50-pound turkey and, like, 30 pounds of ham for, like, five people. Yep. So, yeah. It's going to be fun. It is going to be fun. I look forward to it. I'm excited. You got some days off from work, so I'm like, yeah. Yeah, it's always nice. <laughs> yeah, man. Mm-hmm. November. And it was our anniversary. Yeah. Oh, that's right. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> yep. It was pretty low-key. We just yeah, went out to dinner. It poured rain. It did like, pour rain. poured rain. I think we were getting pieces of uh ada yeah coming through so it was yep. i mean like a monsoon but it was it was good but we i'd rather dinner. have the rain on our anniversary than actually on our wedding day yeah thank god it did not rain on our wedding Mm-mm. day it was spotty in the morning like it was like a little like not drizzly but yeah. there was like a couple drops in the morning and then it it went away, away. yeah it was it was very nice that day it was like in the low 60s it was overcast but not yeah. um not rainy Mm-mm. uh so yeah i'm glad we had the weather we had because Rain sucks yeah. <laughs> to deal with. But it's with. good luck to have rain on your wedding day. It is, and it drizzled a little bit, so. Counted. Four years later, here we are. <laughs> still going. You haven't killed me yet. So. Still here. <laughs> still chugging. Yep. Yeah, so I think that's all I can think of of updates. Me too. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, what are we talking about today? My favorite topic ever yeah also if you can hear water in the background it's not a toilet <laughs> i know i was like what was that it's the washing machine i'm sorry y'all sheet day waits for no one um sheet day is my favorite day it is and they're all they're brand you know spanking new up there clean well not anymore because the dog's ass is on it oh, really? on, so. yeah well it's it gonna nice smell like lot. a frito <laughs> you can have no peace in this house no it's true yeah um so my favorite topic ever aliens aliens because i was thinking about it because i was thinking about topics uh-huh and I remember at the very, very, very beginning, um, I think it was the one we did with Lindsay. Yes. Our friend Lindsay. We did it on Skype, and we talked about, I think, some alien stuff. But I realized, I don't think we've ever done one solely on aliens. Well. And it seems about time. It's about to slap hard. Yeah. Because, I mean, 2020, what else the hell can happen? <laughs> like, they going to roll in? I'm, I'm surprised they haven't made their entrance yet. I'm sure they probably passed by and saw the dumpster fire going on, and were like, nope, <laughs> like, we're out of here. Looking for signs of intelligent <laughs> life, and they're like, not nope. there. <laughs> <laughs> not. They're like, everyone's just watching TikTok, and, like, UFOs are flying overhead. It's true. Yeah. So, no. We're doing aliens. Yeah. Um, do you want me to start? Uh, sure. If you'd like to. How many do you have? I don't really have any. <laughs> <laughs> I have nothing. I have nothing. I came unprepared today. No, it's not like, I don't have like stories. I just have like okay. shit to talk about. Gotcha. Okay. Um, yeah. Okay. What do you think an alien looks like? See, I don't, I don't know. And I don't think it's like the little green men that we all see or the gray. No, we'll talk about a little bit about that later on like what people think they look like, but yeah. I don't know. You know, I would assume that if they're intelligent enough to be able to zoom around space and go undetected and do all this crazy shit, they can probably shape, like, shift shape. I said that wrong. Um, Like, maybe they can alter their appearances. Maybe they're not, like, one thing. Like a chameleon. Yeah, kind of like a sentient being that can, like, shift its appearance. Dang. Maybe that's why they're already here and they look like us and we just have no fucking clue. No, no, no. That's some... uh, some uh, electric sheep. What's that book? 
Oh, do uh, Android Stream of Electric Sheep. Yeah, that's like, a good one. Yeah, Philip K. Dick. Great book. If you haven't read it, you should. It's really good. It's a small, like, it's a quick read, but yeah. it's very thought-provoking. Yeah. And if you didn't know, it's the inspiration for Blade Runner. You're so smart. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. You're welcome. So yeah. I don't know what they look like. I don't know. My question always is, do they have ears? <laughs> do That's aliens true. have ears? <laughs> These are burning questions. Probably why they skipped her. <laughs> <laughs> Probably why they're not here. Thank you, dumbass. Yes, we have ears. <laughs> yeah. You know, I don't know what they look like, but um like, I, what do they eat? Well, like they got the like that space McDonald's? Do they <laughs> well, like cheese? Or do they even need food? Like maybe they are like plants and absorb light and make food that way. You know, I think it's hard to think about because we constrain ourselves to only thinking about how people function when aliens are indeed not people. So who the hell knows? Do they like cheeseburgers or chimichangas? I don't know. I don't either. That's weird. You're like, are they serving that aboard the UFO? <laughs> like, what is the menu? What's the menu before? <laughs> so, like, I'd like to be abducted by an alien, but I need to know what's on the menu first. <laughs> exactly. Important questions. Very important. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's crazy, though, because NASA says that they are likely to find alien life within the next decade, they're thinking. Now, so, that would be some shit. Wouldn't it be crazy? <laughs> So, they also thought, too, that Mars oh, held, yeah. like, intelligent life at one point. Because it did, at one point, have a very similar atmosphere as Earth. our Earth's atmosphere. Yeah. So, they are launching... I know there's a rover up there now, but they're launching... Launch, launching? They're launching. They're launching. Launching another rover yep. up there to, like, dig down. They think and there's it, water. Or is there water? Have they already determined that yet? I think there was, like, a small, slight bit of water yeah uh, but they're gonna dig down in and take samples from that yeah another fun fact do you know where else they're going to send spacecrafts the moon N- well yeah but no <laughs> okay where else <laughs> um on to in the oceans there's oceans in i i know i knew you were like our oceans <laughs> yes so that was when i was reading it i was like oh you're gonna like this part so mm-hmm. there's oceans on uh Jupiter and Saturn's moons. Mm. There's oceans in there. So they're going to send, within the next 10 years, oh, dang. ships up there to see if they can find anything. NASA going to be busy. NASA going to be busy. We're working. It's like my dream job, literally. That would be a cool ass I don't job. know why I didn't, because I'm not smart enough to work at NASA. <laughs> I say I have nothing to contribute um, in that like field at all, yeah. but it would be cool. Would cool. you ever go into space? Um... I don't know. I say yes, but my anxiety, I think, would be My like, claustrophobia well, probably says no. Yeah. Um, and I've read, too, that, like, apparently you, you're very prone to getting motion sick up there. And I'm like, oh, no. Like, I just... Do they have Ativan up there? I know. Is there Zofran available <laughs> to astronauts? Because I don't think I... Yeah, I, like, want to say I would do it, but I just don't know if I could, like, stand, like, yeah. the physical well, not, like, pressures. I think anybody with anxiety, realize you can get, like, into your head. And I get yep. in my head a lot. And I think yep. being, like, even if I was in, like, the ISS, I, like, knowing that, like, you can't leave. Yeah. Like, you're, like, literally there. I would just be like, nope. Yeah, because you are not, Sandra Bullock, you are not. You are not going to gravity <laughs> your ass back to Earth. Like, I'm dead. <laughs> I'm, <laughs> I'm out. real dead. George Clooney yeah. is not going to come save you. And when the, like, tether breaks... Ooh. And that guy just floats out, and you're just like, holy I'm pretty sure shit. I drank a whole bottle watching that movie the first time. It's a I was really just good like, movie. I was on the edge of my seat mm-hmm. literally the entire time. Oh yeah. oh, yeah. You're freaking out. Not for the faint of heart. No. I will just go ahead. Great movie. Gravity, but 
be, yeah. be ready. It's so true. <laughs> and take your anxiety medication if you yeah. <laughs> if you've not before you wash that because I guarantee you're gonna need it. Yep. Pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. Well, what do you got? Well, so mine, I do have kind of a big story. Um, and then I have a smaller one behind it to kind of mm-hmm. lean on if we're still needing time. Um, but my big one is probably on the most famous uh, alien abduction of all time. Because uh, you're talking about UFOs. I kind of thought I'd go with like the abduction route. Yes. It's fucking nuts. I know exactly who you're talking about and I'm so stoked. Do you, does anyone have any guesses? Oh. oh. <laughs> okay, I guess the ghost in our house has a guess. Yes. <laughs> if anybody didn't hear that, that was the Xbox turning, turning itself on, on which it always does. Mm-hmm. Do you know who it is? I, I'm not going to know their names off the top of my head, but I know who you're talking about. Um, yes, and for anyone that doesn't know, uh, we're talking about the abduction of Betty and Barney Hill. Yes. They're the interracial couple, right? Correct. Yes. And this occurred in New Hampshire in the yes. 60s, I believe. Yes, the 60s. Yep. So, yeah, that's a big one. Yep. Um, and there's it's very, very detailed. So that really took up the bulk of my research. Go for it. Do you want me to start? Yeah, because it's okay. going yeah, to fit in. I'm going to talk about UFOs. So okay. I want you to talk about that. And okay. then I got some shit to say. All right. Well, let's <laughs> talk about it then. Um, so, yes, Betty and Barney Hill were a married couple. Uh, they lived in New Hampshire, Portsmouth, New Hampshire, mm-hmm. which, fun fact, we drove through all the time to go to Maine when yeah. we lived in Massachusetts. Very close to where I grew up. Yeah, Absolutely. So, to kind of give you a little um, history about the couple, so Barney was born in 1922, and he worked uh, for the United States Postal Service. Betty was born in 1919, so she was older than him, and she was a social worker. Um, As you mentioned before we started talking about this, they were an interracial couple, and they were also prominent members and worked for the NAACP. Oh, awesome. Yeah, so... Can you time out for a minute? You've got a dentist hair right in your eyeball, and I don't want it to get into your eyeball, actually. There, I got it. Well, thank you. You're welcome. Saved by, <laughs> saved by your hands. <laughs> thank you. Uh-huh. Okay, so um, they, you know, very quiet folk. They attend church. They were members of the Unitarian Church. Uh-huh. Um, very hard workers. Uh, it sounds like Barney worked almost all the time, and so did Betty. And um, they were just really nothing. They were just, you know, kind of your typical couple. Nice yeah. people, hardworking, going to church, doing their thing. Um, so... The reason that they are so famous is because of what transpired on September 19th of 1961. Okay. So this is a, I, I felt like this is going to be detailed and I tr- like, believe me, there are so many more detailed accounts mm-hmm. of this that it's not even funny. So if you want more information, it is out there. Okay. So September 19th of 1961, uh, Betty and Barney, they were coming back from a trip. They decided to kind of take spur of the moment. Um, they had been married 16 months at this point. And had not had a chance to really go on a honeymoon. They'd been yeah. working nonstop and just... <laughs> you about to go on a honeymoon. <laughs> yeah, they, they went somewhere. Um, so they decided, you know, like, let's go. Let's spend mm-hmm. some time. So they went to Montreal and to Niagara Falls. That's cute. Yeah. So they did that. They were coming back and they were driving. So they decided to stop at a diner in Vermont and, you know, get some coffee before they made the big drive back to Portsmouth. Um, this was late at night. It was around 10 p.m., and the thought was that if they drove through the night, they could get home probably by 2 or 3 okay. a.m. So Barney was driving. Nah, I'm not doing that. <laughs> no. I'm like, I can wait. I'm staying another night. Yeah. <laughs> um, as I said, they were hard workers. Yeah. And they were determined to get back. Uh, so, yeah. So they go on their way. Barney's driving. And as he's driving, he notices this kind of light that seems to like be following them. Mm-hmm. And I think Betty notices it first. 
Um, and she's kind of worried about it because it's just seeming to go wherever they go. And at first, Brian's like, no, it's probably just a satellite. Another thing to remember and to know about this couple is that they were both very intelligent people. Mm-hmm. Um, I believe that Barney, he was a World War II veteran, but he had a very, very high intelligence. Okay. So in his mind, and he was also into aviation, so he kind of said, nah, it's just a satellite. Yeah. It's fine. Don't worry about it. Well, it keeps following them to the point where they decide, you know, we've got to pull over and look at this thing. So they pull over to look at the light. And when they're looking at it, they realize that the light is actually spinning in the air. Like, it's not just one light. It is rotating. Um, So at this point, Barney's like, whelps. Can't really say it's like a satellite because it's probably not. Mm-hmm. Um, and at this point, they get really af- they're afraid. I mean, yeah. they have no idea what the hell this thing is. It's keeping up with them, and it's kind of hovering over their car mm-hmm. as they're driving. Mm-hmm. So finally, they get so distraught about this, Barney pulls over, which I never really understood. I was like, I would keep gunning it. Yeah. That's just me. Barney pulls over and walks into the neighboring field to like get another look at it. Mm-hmm. Um, when he does this, he can actually kind of see into the the light and he realizes it's like a craft of some kind he said he saw gray figures and that they were all in uniform on board well that's enough to scare the hell out of barney yeah so barney like hauls ass back to the car yeah um they you know they're gone they take off and at this point they said they heard loud and rhythmic beeps coming from the trunk or the back of the car and that is the last thing they remember. Mind you, they are driving. Keep yeah. that in mind. Yeah. Okay? So, that is kind of where their memory stops. When they come to, they're still in the car. They're still driving, I believe. But it's two hours later, and they're 35 miles away from where they last remember being. And unhurt. The car is fine. So weird. And all of a sudden, they're just driving again, and they have no idea what the hell happened. Yeah, either you did some pretty crazy drugs before you left or like that. You well, right. went up to space. And there are so many theories about, you know, so many people will talk about this in a minute that tried to discredit what they said sure. happened. And that was one of the theories if they were high yeah. on something. But, um, you know, from all standards, from what I was able to read about them, they were very um, devoted members of the church. They were not the kind. They were not drug yeah. users in any, yeah. in any sense. And they were very rational, intelligent people. Mm-hmm. So they wake up, or wake up, or realize that they're still driving. Something is going on. And have no idea what's happened. Um, and it takes a real toll on them after kind of this incident. Um, you know, from what it sounds like before, neither had any, you know, issues as far as I could read with mental health. Um, Betty begins having really bad, bad nightmares. And Barney um, starts developing anxiety to the point where he actually um, physically develops an ulcer from uh-huh. it. So, like, they're both having visible symptoms but neither could remember what happened that night (sighs) betty um betty's kind of the go-getter in this story i feel like she did a lot of this work but um betty was really concerned that what they had seen was a military experiment of some kind Mm -hmm. or some kind of military effort and because of that that they may have been exposed to radiation which may have been physically affecting them. Okay. Fair. So she begins doing her own research, and in the meantime, she reports the incident to the United States Air Force of what's happened. Um, But to try and help alleviate their physical symptoms and their anxieties that they're having, they begin seeing a psychiatrist and a neurologist whose name was Benjamin Simon to try and understand 
what the hell happened. Mm-hmm. Now, Simon decided to use what's called hypnotherapy, as we all know, yep. on both of them to try and recall these memories. Um, and again, not a psychiatrist or a mental health professional, but from what I know about hypnotherapy, it's basically the idea of um, kind of unlocking like what your brain wants to suppress, like mm-hmm. your conscious mind by going into your subconscious. Yep. So they start doing these therapy sessions. Mm-hmm. Um, and through it, they're actually able to recall what happened that night. That's so cool. You better buckle up. <laughs> this gets wild. So, and I believe this is taken from both of their sessions. <clears throat> okay. I don't, I, I could not find a lot on if they did it, like if they were under hypnosis together or if they were separately hypnotized okay. and did the, yep. found these things. But kind of the consensus between the two of them of what happened that night was that the ship is what landed on the car, causing the loud beeps. Mm-hmm. And for some, how this sedated them. Um, they remember being taken on board. It doesn't sound like by force. It sounds like they were just taken on board and they went with them. Uh, Once they were on board, they were separated and taken to what Betty described as like examination rooms. And from there, they were examined. Um, It sounds like samples were taken of their clothes, their hair, their skin, and their nails. Um, But again, nothing in her account struck me as like terribly violent or aggressive or like that is an odd yeah. recount of this whole story. Um, Betty remembered even having a a needle stuck into her nope. abdomen. Nope. And she recalls being told that this was a pregnancy test. I'm like, y'all, we can just pee on a stick down here. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so she remembers this being uncomfortable. Um, but basically, they. it sounds like she had actual conversations with these beings. Like, yeah. she remembers talking to them, asking questions, and I think their response was basically like, if you don't know who we are, then, like, what, what else we're going to say is not going to make sense either. Right. Um, and then they were escorted back to their vehicle, and that's where they came to. That's so weird. Right? So that's the story they kind of uh, put together between the two of them. And in 1965, a Boston newspaper picked up that story. And this is really when the Hills became celebrities. Yeah. Um, and their story was kind of internationally covered. This is yeah. very, very well known to this day. Um, and as I said before, it's been highly controversial. There are mm-hmm. a lot of people say that they made it up. Um, you know, that they were under so much stress as a married couple, as especially as an interracial couple during that time. Mm-hmm. That, um, you know, this was some sort of manufactured experience. No. But I just, I just don't know. Her, it, it just, when you read this too, it is so vivid. Yeah. And so, like, meticulous and detailed. I just, I know your brain can, like, make up things. But yeah. But I just don't understand how it can make all of that up. Right. And it, I would be interested to know if they did it together or separate. Do you I know? know? Yeah. If they did the therapy to Yeah. Together. Yeah, I don't know. And it also kind of seemed to me, at least from what I read, and I could be incorrect about this, that Betty was really the one who remembered more. Mm-hmm. Because when you read a lot of like what they recounted, a lot of them come from Betty's point of view. Because remember, they were separated once yeah. they got on board. Yep. So I don't know if Barney just didn't remember as much or if he didn't want to remember as much. But um, yeah, it's... <laughs> I'm sorry. Gabby just, Gabby Gould just sent us a text. What y'all hoes want for Christmas? <laughs> That's Gabby. <laughs> sorry. It's okay. Um, well, men don't pay attention anyway, so. <laughs> Not even That's my theory on that. Then. There's nothing. <laughs> yeah, so that was their story. And like I said, it's one of the most well-documented abduction mm-hmm. cases out there. Yeah. So, I don't know. I don't know what to think about it. I don't either. Yeah. It's weird. It is weird. I believe it. 
I, I, I think I do too. I am obsessed with aliens. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That definitely happened. Yeah. It's so creepy though. Like, it is creepy. Fuck. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. Mm-mm-mm. I don't know. They're smart. They're, clearly. I mean, <laughs> I, you know, we could assume that their technology is, you know, years and light years away yeah. of, you know, what ours is. Yep. So, I mean, yeah, you, if you think about, I bet they did have a, some sort of way to like sedate them. Yeah. And like willingly bring them on board. That's um, so weird. Yeah. It's an odd story. Yep. It's interesting. It's very interesting. It's so creepy. It is. That leads me into mine. Yours? Yep. Okay. Um, so I talked a lot about UFOs. Ooh. And like what a UFO. UFO. Yeah. And like what they are. Mm-hmm. And I mean, what what did they see? A craft. Right. Right. Like yeah. A, some type of space. Something that was spinning. Cra- yeah, that's so weird. That's so weird. Um, so an un- unidentified flying object, obviously, mm-hmm. is what a UFO is. Um, and it was named that in 1953 by Captain Edward J. Ruppelt. Okay. Um, and he was in the Air Force. So, okay. I remember you, they had reported yeah, their yeah, stuff yeah. to the Air Force. Um, and so, there's an actual definition of what a UFO is. Okay. And it's, and this is in quotes, any airborne object which by performance, aerodynamic characteristics, or unusual features does not conform to any presently known aircraft or missile type, or which cannot be positively identified as a familiar object. Mm, okay. So some weird ass shit. Interesting. In the sky, right? Yeah. Um, so you actually have to go through like a full investigation to actually call something a UFO. Oh, okay. Like when pilots report a UFO, like yeah. there is a full checklist list. of yep. things. They, I mean, they really go through it to see, is it, rule out. or is it not? Yeah. Um, and most of the time there, there's an explanation yeah, to what sure. it is. Um, yeah. It was less than 10% of anything, mm. any report mm-hmm. uh, that actually was called a UFO. Um, so, the UFOs became popular around uh, the 1940s, around the Cold War. Okay. Um, tensions were kind of high with uh, yeah. like, everything going on the Cold anyway. War. <laughs> um, and that's where they kind of got the flying saucer um, name. So, that's kind of what it was mm, before. Okay. Um, there were also funny names. They were also called flying discs, flying flapjacks, <laughs> unexplained flying discs, and unidentifiable objects. Okay. I liked the flying I flapjacks. I liked the flying flapjacks. <laughs> Please tell me there's a diner out there called that. <laughs> <laughs> flying flapjack. Because that's a that's a good one. Yeah. Um, there's the flying biscuit. That's true. It's close. Close. It's close. Yeah. Um. So the first well-known UFO sighting was in 1947, and it was by a pilot named Kenneth Arnold, and he had his own little plane that he was flying, uh-huh. and he saw nine lights, mm. nine objects with lights. Okay. Um. And he said they looked like saucers skipping across water. Ooh. Uh, but he said they looked like they were going thousands of miles per hour, just darting yeah. from one spot to the okay. next. Like, not, you know, you can't turn an airplane yeah. on a dime. No. You know, no. this, he said this thing was just like zooming around. And it was just a uh, cluster of nine lights. Interesting. Isn't okay. That weird? Yeah. Um, so that was kind of the first, like, WTF was that sure. moment. Um, have you ever heard of the Roswell UFO incident? You know, I've heard of it, but I don't exactly, I don't remember. Okay. Well, I'm going to tell you about okay. it. Okay. <laughs> because this is fucking weird. 
Um, so this was also in 1947, mm-hmm. uh, but there was a, named, a man named Matt Brazel, okay. and he was in Roswell, New Mexico, yep. and apparently he just stumbled upon this wreckage, and he Ooh. said it was about 200 yards long, so it was a, huge. A big one. okay. Um, and it kind of, nobody really knew what it was, and so people believed it was the remnants of a flying saucer at this Ooh, time. Ooh, Okay. Um, so the U.S. military comes in and they're like, nope, that's just a weather balloon. Let's pick it up and... Nothing to see here. Yeah, we're just going to just not talk about it. Have a great day. Did they do the thing in Men in Black when they, like, erase their memories? (laughs) That's what I was thinking about. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. No, they did not do that. But a lot of people in that area believed, and still believe, like, that was was an alien. Yep, it was a UFO. Um, and the military really was kind of quiet about it. Yeah, Mm -hmm. sure. Um, okay, so this is pretty weird. In, in the same area, there were, like, these beings falling from the sky. Oh. And people are like, what is this? And they had dummies, but they were latex skin, quotes, and aluminum bones, and apparently they looked very alien-like, and they literally were just falling from the sky... And military vehicles came rushing to the scene and, like, picked them up and drove off. And everyone's like, listen, this is the second, yeah, like, shenanigans that has happened in this area. And you guys aren't saying anything. Yeah. So they were kind of quiet about it for a little bit. And they said that it was uh, called a dummy drop. And that's where they practiced and tested new ways for pilots to survive falls. Oh. I don't believe it. Maybe there's some expensive-ass dummies that they had to, like, go get real quick before they got, like, real damaged. I don't know. So, yeah. I just... That's weird. That is weird. Some weird, weird shit going hmm. on. Yeah. yeah. Aliens, man. Yeah, I don't know. But haven't they said now, like, I believe I've read before that, like, new documents have been, like, declassified that show, like, pilots' accounts mm-hmm. of, like, seeing things they can't explain. Yeah. And There's a lot. Yeah. There's a ton. Do you know that there's a checklist? If you think that you found a UFO, yeah, and that's what you were saying UFO. earlier. What's or do you know what's on it? Or yes. like, yeah. all right. Do you want me to tell you? Sure. Step one: make sure it is not Venus. Okay. <laughs> Apparently, Venus is the most commonly mistaken planet oh. for a UFO. It, the lights are weird. Yeah. Um, and apparently, when it's really close to the horizon, mm-hmm. whatever. This is a Lindsay thing. Yeah. Okay. Stars and moons and all this. Stuff. Stuff. Um, but apparently when it uh, aligns with Sirius, Jupiter, and Mercury, those planets can look like weird uh, okay. um, lights. Sure, we can see that. A weird yeah. cluster of yeah. lights. Mm-hmm. Uh, step two, be sure there is not a rocket launch happening. Fair enough. <laughs> Fair enough. Have you ever seen a rocket launch? I have. Have you? I saw one. We went to Florida when I was little, mm-hmm. and I remember being... This is weird, but we were at the... Um, What's the water park? Blizzard Beach? Yes. We were there, and I remember we were climbing up to ride this, like, tall-ass water slide. Yeah. And I remember they were doing a launch at Canaveral that day, and mm-hmm. I remember, like, seeing it, like, the yeah. ship. They were, I didn't see it, like, take off, but I saw it, like, they were getting it ready. Mm-hmm. That was oh, pretty cool. cool. Yeah. That's awesome. We I saw one in the sky, actually. We were in Florida as well. Um, when we went to Disney World in mm-hmm. 2002, there was a rocket launch, and I remember, like, looking up, and it was just, like, this big ball of like fire crazy yeah it's crazy so i could see where that was you know sure 
Sure, sure. Not a... It kind of looks like something. Yeah. Freaky I mean, that, these there. are all fair. Yep. And number three, be sure it was uh, not a comet, a military jet, a weather balloon, a drone, or a satellite. Okay. Fair enough, too. Then you can report it. So, there are, like, local, uh, local astrology groups that you can report to if mm-hmm. you think you found a UFO, and they can kind of say, like, this kind of phenomenon, like a meteor shower was happening, mm. or, like, this was... Astrology or astronomy? Astronomy. Astronomy, sorry. I was about to say, I was like, we was going to get our, like, palms read if we were <laughs> get our birth, you know, birth it's, charts done. You know what? Listen. <laughs> it's okay. I just wanted to clear that up. I like, why are you looking at me weird? You're right. You're right. Patty stay, may still be around. <laughs> <laughs> My alter ego. Caitlin's alter ego is named Patty. <laughs> um, but, yeah, so it is astronomy clubs that can help you. Um, and it also recommends that you just get as much information as possible yeah. if you really did. You know, date, time, what it looked like, what you saw. Right. And, you yeah. know, report it. But Interesting. Yeah. Isn't there a group I've heard about called, isn't it called like MUFON or? I have no idea. I believe it's a network of like either like subject matter experts or people who like research this Smeeze. and study it. SMEs, yes. <laughs> and I believe it's, I think it's called MUFON. I'm going to Google it real okay. quick because I, and I think that's all they do is try to investigate these claims. I want to do that. That'd be a cool job. That would be so cool. I don't know though. It's creepy. Remember our Lindsay Gould called her husband one time and he's like, where are you? And she was literally chasing a UFO. Yeah. <laughs> Which, if you know, Lindsay is not that, um, <laughs> not that you know, off base. <laughs> How's your Google search? Good. I think I found it. I think it's the Mutual UFO Network. Oh. And it's basically, it's an all-volunteer nonprofit. It's the, I'm just literally reading this from their website, the world's oldest and largest civilian UFO investigation and research organization. <sighs> is there one in Charleston? <laughs> uh, probably. There's probably some in South Carolina somewhere. That's awesome. Well, we're moving. <laughs> Wherever it is. <laughs> I gotta go be, I gotta go work for MUFON. I, I, I gotta go. I gotta go chase UFOs. <laughs> I gotta go figure it out, folks. Yeah. So it sounds like you would contact like a group like that yeah. and they would help you. Cause here's my question. Like, okay, like, is there a rocket launch? No, got it. Um, but like, how am I supposed to tell if that's a satellite or mm-hmm. like to the, just a regular person with no knowledge yeah. or access to any of those things, you know, that's mm-hmm. probably very difficult to try and do yourself. Yeah. So I imagine, you know, reaching out to someone in a group like that would be helpful. Yeah. Did you look into a spacecraft and see gray men? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like I'd be like, no. <laughs> Did they stick a needle in your abdomen? <laughs> It's no. wild. No. Isn't it? That's creepy. Well, there's theories, too, about abductions, just kind of going back to that, that um, um, a lot of people say it's sleep paralysis, which mm-hmm. we know does exist. Yeah. Um, some people say it's uh, sometimes the brain's way of dealing with trauma to kind of manufacture these experiences. Mm-hmm. But it's just odd. Like, I think that's what makes it so interesting. And then it's both of them. It's not just one of them. Do you know? Like uh, it was, you're talking about the hills? Yeah. Yeah. It was both had this experience. Of that, yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's just, uh, it's such There's an so odd questions. thing. Blame it all on the aliens. There's a really great movie. Um, Hi, Kitty. Hi, Kitty. I believe it has Jodie Foster in it called Contact. It's yeah. a book, too. It's a good, oh, hey, Kitty. Can you not? <laughs> Kitty's the alien. Surprise. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's a great movie. It I is love great. that movie. We should watch that again mm-hmm. soon. That's, I haven't seen it in, like, years, but yeah. it's all about... Um, SETI, which is a, a real project. Kitty, can you not? Like, we're working here. <laughs> I'm getting look at her. What can I fuck up? You shady little Sheila. Get out of here. 
Anyways. Yeah, um, SETI, which uh-huh. is, a, I believe, was an actual government initiative to, uh, like, try and record sounds from space in the attempt to mm. intercept a message. And I think that's what contact is about. I think okay. it's around that idea. Mm-hmm. Um, well, we should definitely watch it now that I'm thinking about it. Yeah, it's um, a great movie. Yeah. What's that other one we watched? It was a couple of years ago. Um, where that, that, remember she learns the language? Oh, oh shit. What's that? Sorry, called? I had popcorn too. I know. Arrival. Yes. Oh. It's got Amy Adams in it. Yes. Mm-hmm. That's a fantastic movie. And I'm not going to give any plot twists away, but you just got to watch it. Because that ending. It's so good. Yeah. We own it, I think. Yeah, I think we, we do, actually. Thing. That's a good one. Yep. Took me for a ride. Really yeah. Good. There's a lot of good movies about aliens yeah. out there. <laughs> Alien versus Predator. <laughs> that one I did not watch because I was too scared. Yep. Yeah, I mean, truly, it's just, it's such an interesting topic, and I I don't know, I just feel like the universe is so big, it's almost very, like, egotistical to think that we're the only thing in it. It's true. We are definitely not. We are not alone. No, we are not alone. I believe that, like... A hundred percent. Yep. Yeah, I do I'm surprised that you picked this, because you picked this topic. Yeah, I did. I was just trying to think about things, like, we hadn't done in a while, because it's hard, right? Because... Like, there's so many ghosts. There's so many haunted houses. Mm-hmm. Like, we could go on and on and on. And I, I don't ever want the content to sound stale or, like, something we've done over and over again. Yeah. But I realized that we hadn't really taken uh, an episode to devote to it. Yeah. So It's paranormal for sure. Yeah. I think paranormal is anything we don't understand. Yeah. And that it definitely fits <laughs> aliens. Because <laughs> plot twist, they're actually in the ocean. So you should, <laughs> y'all should go look down there. <laughs> Have you seen the abyss, folks? <laughs> Atlantis. Exactly. Yeah. Cover up aliens. Yeah. Exactly. Sheesh. Yeah. It's, it, it is an interesting thought. Uh, yeah. I don't know. It's just so mind, like, you can't really it's, wrap your brain all the way around it. You can't, because it's creepy. It's unknown. It's, you don't know. Mm-hmm. You don't, like, the fuck would you do if something, like, knocked on your door? It's just like, hello. Do not spock me. <laughs> <laughs> She's literally doing the live long and prosper at me. It's not Star Trek. <laughs> We had that question come up in trivia last night. I was so ashamed of you. I'm so sorry. No, you you kind of got it, though, because you're like, what's that finger-thumb thing that you do? And I was like... <laughs> well, it was because, like, what is it, the Vulcan? Yeah. And then I was just, like, cacawing. <laughs> like yeah, a bird. like a bird. I was like... And Bailey was like... Not a falcon. No. <laughs> <laughs> Alicia didn't even know. She was like, what? Yeah. So... That was a weird game. That was a very strange game. I don't know where they had found that one, but... I know. I was yeah. like, man. But no, it, it's it's interesting, and I just, I don't know. I have so many questions. Yeah. If you were an expert on aliens, reach out. You know who the first person that's going to text me tomorrow is? Lindsay. Lindsay. <laughs> I'm sure she will. She'll be pleased yeah. that we did this. Uh, yeah, no, I'd love to interview someone that, like, does this for yeah. a living. It'd be so interesting. Mm-hmm. My uncle is a rocket scientist at NASA. You're like, what have you seen? Yeah. What do you know about? <laughs> He's a shady shield about it. <laughs> I'm like, sure. I don't know. <laughs> I know nothing. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. So. You know there's some shit. You know they know some shit. Well, I'm sure, but I mean, it's 2020, and Lord, none of us can get along as is, so you're going to drop some alien information <laughs> on us? Like, I just don't think we can handle that right now. Nope. I think we all need to get to a calmer state of mind before we, <laughs> we can be, like, given that information. Yeah. We all need to chill out. Exactly. We all need to go talk to our therapist for a little bit. <laughs> Truly. Truly. Yes. Yeah. Well, good. That was fun. Um, yeah. Do you have more? I did, but I'm deciding if I want to do it or not. Oh. I, we were just talking about, I was looking at time, and... 
Would you like to do it? Sure. This is a really short one because I was just trying to make sure we had enough content. Um, Talking about aliens, uh, this is not about an abduction, but this is about what is thought to be an alien-like object or artifact that was found. Okay. Um, and just imagine that I'm the dude from Ancient Aliens with the hair, because this is <laughs> kind of the favorite. territory we're going into. Um, so have you ever heard of the Betts Sphere? Nope. So. Uh, I bet you're going to tell me about I it. I <laughs> bet I am. And I believe that's how it's pronounced. Please let me know if it's not. So in 1974, the Betts family, um, who is from Jacksonville, was walking around the woods um, around their house on Fort George Island. And um, there was the uh, parents, Jerry and Antoine, I believe is how you say that name, Mm -hmm. and their son, Terry, who was 21 years old and at the time um, pre-med. Okay. So they're just walking around having, you know, just having a little family walk. And he comes across this sphere, like a literal, like spherical object. Okay. Um, It's shiny. It's about the size of a, a, I think they said a bowling ball. And he's just like, everyone's kind of like, what the hell is this? But thought it was kind of cool, so they're like, we'll just, you know, bring it back with us. Yeah. Um, didn't really think too much of it until one day Terry was playing guitar, and the sphere started humming on its own. Mm-mm-mm. And it could also, according to the family, move on its own. Nope. It could roll. I couldn't really find Or like, was it haunted? Well, maybe. I don't know. See, that's another question. Okay. Like, haunted <laughs> or aliens? Like, which yep. one are we going with? So, basically, the sphere could do a whole bunch of stuff. It could hum, it could move, and kind of they started telling, you know, their friends and people around them about this thing, and people started coming to look at it, and, um, you know, from the accounts that I read, it sounds like multiple people interacted with this and Mm -hmm. saw what it could do, and um, pretty quickly, it started getting, like, newsworthy attention, and, uh, I mean, this thing is internationally famous now, so it, it got big quick. So, the U.S. Navy even got involved in this. And said, well, we want to look at it. So they ended up um, inspecting it. And they confirmed that it wasn't made by the military. But it was clearly man-made. And I say that in air quotes. (laughs) Because I feel like that's something they have to say. Yeah. So they say it is not alien. Um, It's also been examined by very prominent, um, you know, ufologists who this is all they do. I want to be a ufologist. Right? I know. If you are one, let us know because we got questions. Yeah. Um, Who inspected it as well. And that person thought that the sphere was man-made. So it's kind of debated where it came from, but no one knows where exactly it came from. It was just chilling in the woods. And man-made could be alien-made. Yeah, maybe. How close are we to aliens? I mean... Are they among us already? Right. We don't know. Mm-hmm. So there's a bunch of podcasts that have covered this. So And that's kind of just a little kind of uh, blip about it. Basically, it got super famous. Everyone was really interested. And over time, it kind of like died off a little bit. Yeah. But it sounds like the Betts family is still in possession of the sphere. Mm-hmm. Um, they just don't do as much like publicly about it. But yeah. there are multiple podcasts that have covered solely this topic. Um, yeah. I know Astonishing Legends is one of them. Highly recommend that. Apparently, there is a podcast that this is all they do, and it's called Oddball, and it's about the Bet Sphere. So if you are interested, definitely go Google those things. Yeah. Um, but I thought that one was weird, so I just wanted to kind of give that one as a little... Yeah, I like that. A, a little, little story, A little sprinkle, yeah. Because, you know, it's just... I don't know. I don't know. I have no idea. Shit's weird, man. Yeah. It's just so strange. Yeah. Aliens. 100% aliens. Yeah. Seems strange. Yep. So, yeah, that was my little one. Good job. Thank you. I like it. Thanks. I like aliens. I do, too. 
<laughs> Thank you, Spock. <laughs> yes. So, and I think, yeah, time-wise, we're doing... Yeah, that was perfect. We're doing well, so... Uh, yeah, absolutely. This was a fun one. I feel like there's so much more we could talk about when it comes to this. Like, we didn't even oh, yeah. really touch on, like, Project Blue Book. Or, I know. I started to, and I just... Yeah. I got talking about UFOs, and I was like, I gotta... Like, I can't. Yeah. We could do a 2.0. We could do another one. There's there's a lot mm-hmm. to cover in this topic. So, um, yeah, it yeah. was good. Good one. Yes. Wrapping up? All right. We can wrap her up. All right. Well, we do have our new merch yes. website up. You can go to ghoulfriendspod.redbubble.com. Yep. And so it's got a picture of a sweatshirt. It's not... It's not our only user option. friendly. Yes, so just under the sweatshirt, click shop all products, and you will see every just everything that you yep you can purchase. Yeah. Um, and they're great. So yeah, get you some merch. Get you some merch. We got stickers. We got water bottles. We've got notebooks. We've got yep. a little bit of everything. Yeah, um, come visit me on Facebook. Facebook. Yeah, Cool Friends Podcast. Yeah. You can come see us on Instagram at Ghoul Friends Podcast. Uh, you can find us on Twitter as well at Ghoul underscore Friends. And if you have a listener story or if you just want to send us an email, you can do that at ghoulfriendspodcast at gmail.com. Um, so, yeah, those are all the fun ways you can reach us. Yeah. Go get you some merch. Go alien looking. Yep. You know, look for aliens out there. Um, and, yeah, any final words? to infinity and beyond. (laughs) That's all there's left to say, folks. We hope you stay safe and well and as always, very spooky. I'm Celeste. And I'm Caitlin. And we're your ghoul friends. Ahoy, (laughs) above (laughs) us.